and go. And That'll action. never be awesome. What's going on, peeps? What up, what up, what up? What it is up? the end of March, which means April is tomorrow, which means... It is. This week, yeah. <laughs> when so when this airs. <laughs> that you know that because <laughs> I uh, don't know where I'm standing. Well, we're standing in your house. Yes, I know that part. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning that warmth is coming our way. It's pretty nice out today. It's going to be like 60s today. And then on Tuesday, we'll have a snowstorm. Wait, for real? I don't know. It's New England. Anything can happen. True. Um, I'm sick of it. I'm ready for warmth. Even just being able to sit outside and not die. I... uh... I'm good with the 60 degree weather. I don't really care for. Oh no, I don't like the heat. Heat. Oh god, I know. 60s, 70s is my prime, my prime spot. You know, every summer my mom's like, "Oh, Gemma, let's like take the kids out to Canopy, our water country." And it's like, you know what happens to my body? I immediately get exhausted, and I feel, (laughs) and I feel (laughs) that pounding heat like on the back of your head, and I'm just like, no. Not only that. I think of the germs. Oh, nasty. It, Pre-COVID even. The how smell. nasty that water must be in the water country. The smell of it all. I'm all set. No. And then, oh, the it's just a lot. The lack of layers. The lack of layers. Yep. Yep. You see too much of people you don't fucking know. Not only that. Bro, put. They suck your money in. Ugh. They just suck it right up for nothing. I just don't want to deal. And all the kids are like, can I do this? Can I do that? Can, can I have this? Can summer? I have that? I mean. About an extra long fall. Ooh, now that I could What's fuck up? with. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Give me those cider donuts and flannel blankets all day long. Mm. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Roma Joe's. Oh. Daniela found this iced chai that is so fucking good. Mm. It's so good. It's like a vanilla chai, iced tea. It's just a lot of cinnamon. It's just Aroma Joe's, that's why. It's just that so good. That coffee is expensive. Let's be honest. Yes. Yeah. Is it worth it, though? A little bit. It's too far for me. I wouldn't go. Uh, it's in Salem, but it's, it's like. It's all, like, New Hampshire-based, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're too spread out and too I remember because when I used to be friends with that nasty person back in my life her guy well now her ex he's great yeah i remember Um, you saying that he drinks a lot of aroma joes yeah no it's it's good but it's starbucks they're just not as widely spread you know i'm a cheap date yeah exactly just give me a fucking coffee from dunkies and a coffee roll Okay, I'm done. Oh, are we so- we're Every recording. Time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are recording. <laughs> My bad. So uh, we've seen a few things that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, some familiar things, Wait, some new things. Are you going to talk about the coming attractions or are we waiting till the end? I can do that now. Bang it out. Let me bang it out because April is tomorrow at this point. Are we? Is April Fool's still a thing? I mean, are we still doing that? We're adults, so no. Yeah, but are we adults? I mean, not really. Speaking of adulting, yes. I just made the best purchase ever. Do tell. I bought me a washer and dryer. Oh, <laughs> oh wait. Both of those? Oh, yes, bitch. Oh, I thought Samsung. you were talking about just the dryer. Samsung, right? And they go, boop, 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 like R2-D2. Yeah. And then they talk to each other. What? Oh, my God, girl. I got the protection plan and everything. Did you go get them at Best Buy? Yeah, have it. Yeah. <gasps> Swipe the card. You yeah. didn't even have to go nowhere. I just did it from right here. Nice. Then I had some firefighters in my house. Were they sexy? Like the low ones that uh, no, kind of... No, no. Not at that level. Oh. But uh, they were me. They, were they had me. masks on. So I feel like... It's kind of like when you tell a bitch, like, take your makeup off. I need to see what that looks like. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Interrupting Daniela. <laughs> oh, God. It's like that. But, um... Yeah, we had a little bit of a scare, but it led me to the purchase of a new washer dryer. And it was like, it was just that weird moment, like when I got the air fryer. Like, this is an adult purchase. It is. This is a grown up. But eat, like, washer dryer's next level adulting. Yeah. And it's like, if it wasn't because the dishwasher isn't actually mine, I'd, that'd probably be my next one because it's shit in the bed. It's not yours? No. It belongs to the house. <laughs> the washer dryer that were in this unit, I 
paid $400 for both. And that was, like, almost 10 years ago. Holy fuck. Yeah. Now, hey, you gotta spread that change, but... This is cute. But you know what? It's worth it, though, if you get... It black, but it was like $400 more. What? Yeah. I was like, next time. So what color is it? Is it gray? It's like, it's white with accents of black. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I just can't wait to do laundry and not fold it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, not fold it? I don't fold my shit. I kind of just dump it on top of it. Oh, no, but you'll still be able to dry it and actually use them as they're supposed to be used. Yeah, but the the adult part of me that's lacking is the folding part. I just don't fold my shit. I mean, you're going to wear it again. Who cares? I get dressed right out of the dryer. I like that. Yeah. It's it not. just makes it more efficient. <laughs> I think so. I'm wrinkly, but that's okay. All right. So what okay, we have... sorry. <laughs> besides talking about being adults... My bad. We have... I feel like there's a lot coming out this month. And it's just because yeah. I'm looking at a list that is very hefty. We have um, Every Breath You Take comes out on the 2nd, which I think is Friday. I don't know what that is. Uh, never heard of it, but we have Mr. Casey Affleck and Michelle Monaghan with Sam Claflin. He looks cute. Um, Where's Michelle Monaghan? Oh, she's that. She's in um everything. Nope. Eagle Eye. No. What do you mean no? Double O Seven. I've not watched a single Double O Seven in my life. The closest thing I came to Double O Seven was Pierce Brosnan and fucking Mrs. Doubtfire. I've never said anything about Double O Seven. Didn't you say Eagle Eye? Eagle Eye is with Shia LaBeouf. Huh? You never. I don't know. There has to be a correlation here. She was in Pixels, Gone Baby Gone with Casey. She was in Craft Legacy. She was the mom. Wait, Gone Baby Gone. Is that Casey's significant other? That chick? I I think, Let me see. You don't even know what you're talking about. That girl! You've never seen... You've seen... Santo Dios. You've seen... Okay, yes, her. Yes, that's... Jesus. Yeah, Just to tell you what the fucking movies are. Wait, why? Um, it's a psych- about Eagle Eye. It's a thriller. Shia LaBeouf. But why did I think that had anything to do with... what? It does sound like a Bond film, okay? It doesn't have anything to do with it. I feel like maybe once upon a time... Alright, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. So, Every Breath You Take is a psychiatrist whose client commits stitch. suicide finds his family life disrupted after introducing her surviving brother to his wife and daughter. So that's coming in theaters on the 2nd of April. That actually looks good. So um, hmm. when it has a banger cast like that, I'm like, yo, I'm about this. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? No! Do you need me to continue? Yes! I'm continuing. We have um, another one called Voyagers with Ty Sheridan, Lily Rose Is that Depp, a sexy movie? Ron Whiteheld, and Colin Farrell. It looks sexy. There's two naked people on the front in space. Yeah, so. that's because you like to watch. That's what voyeur means. Voyagers, not voyeur. voyeurs. Yeah, well, voyeurs are still watchers, and that's really close to voyager. I need to shut the fuck up today. Are you done? Nope. Then we have Moffy, which is coming out on April 9th. A young man in 1981 South Africa must complete, complete his brutal and racist two years of compulsory military service while desperately maintaining the secrecy of homosexuality. That stars some dude, I have no idea who he is, K. Lake Brummer. A lot of unknown faces, I don't know anybody here. And it looks like it won some um, South by Southwest Film Festival Awards, so it actually looks pretty dope. I probably will watch that one, it's in theaters as well. We have Virus Shark. I don't want to. Like Sharknado. Oh, God. I'm not even going to read that one because you don't need to read anymore. Mortal Kombat comes out on... Oh, my God! (laughs) April 2nd. That trailer was so fucking good. You don't understand the Sub-Zero chills that went through my body. In theaters, April 16th. So we got... Are you sure you're okay? (laughs) No. We got a lot of pretty faces, and Mm. I'm all about that. I can't... When is that? I'm writing that down. 16th. Are you writing it down? Oh, yes. Okay. Then we have, with Ruby Rose and Morgan Freeman, we have Vanquish, which comes out on April 16th, the same day. A mother named Victoria is trying to put her dark past as a Russian drug courier behind her. Nope. But retired cop Damon forces Victoria to do his bidding by holding her daughter hostage. No. What do you mean, no? No. No? No. You're not about it? Mm Mm-mm. 
Well, I'm continuing. Let's see. We also have, um, which you found, the unholy. Remember? Oh, yeah. Or was that Daniela? Uh, well, I had seen it, but you had forwarded it to me. So it must have been that you heard it from Daniela, but I had already heard about it. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm-hmm. That's, oof, I'm, 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 I'm all set already yeah. right there. Yeah. And it's about, like, Mary Mary possesses some chick, mm-hmm. but, like, not the Mary we all know and love. Winchester? Oh, the godly Mary. Mary Magdalene? Sure. It's basically just making a horror movie out of Mary Magdalene, but uh, <laughs> I guess that's what you want to go with, so. I just thought it was funny that it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan and then the main character's name was Mary. So that should be out uh, relatively soon in theaters, you know. What's what up, Netflix you. don't got nothing? Everything's in theaters. We also have in theaters on the same day as Monday with looks like a rom romantic thing with Sebastian Stan. Who that is? Bucky. Thank you. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, you know, use your words. Why? I don't want to use my words. Mm. We also have a Black Widow movie coming out. I didn't know about that. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's coming out. Yes. A Quiet Place Part 2. Ooh, ooh. April 23rd. Oh, we need that. Cruella also comes out with Emma Stone as Cruella, which looks dope. When did we say Quiet oh, Place Oh, shit, that's coming, coming out? out in May. Never mind. What, what? A Quiet Place Part 2 when? April 23rd. And it looks like everybody's back reprising their roles. Yes. Yeah. Um, that looks really, really good. There's a lot more coming out, but I don't want to take up any more of our time. Um, oh, this actually looks good. What is this? In the Earth comes out April 30th. As the world searches for a cure to a disastrous virus. Oh, Jesus. A scientist and park scout venture deep in the forest for a routine equipment run. I'm guessing nature is a forest of evil. The first great horror movie of 2021. So, I mean, I guess we'll have to keep that on our watch list. There's nobody in it I know about. But anyway, that's a lot of good things that are coming out soon. And we'll just keep tabs on it and let you know how they go. Well, on Netflix, uh, April 2nd, The Serpent is a Netflix series that takes place in the 70s. Seaspiracies? See spiracies. This is coming Monday though. Oh, it's probably like conspiracies about sea monsters or sea. I know legends. that. Um, oh, I'm dying because American Horror Story. They they're fucking around with dropping the title, and apparently it's two storylines that are going to take place in season ten, and I'm dying. Not connected at all. I don't. I don't know. I feel like some one of them has to do with sirens. Okay. But I don't know what the other one has to do with. Um, check this out. It says Haunted Latin America. Ooh, what's that? Real people's terrifying tales of the chilling, unexplained, and paranormal as they come to life with dramatic reenactments in this reality series. That's coming, well, today, actually, March 31st. I'm like, what the fuck? Today's not the 31st. When oh, this episode sorry. airs! Jesus Christ. <sighs> so, sorry. I guess it's haunted things happening in Latin America. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, who is that? Have you have you seen that series on Netflix, the two-minute horror story series? I've heard of it, but no. I've not watched any of it, because I don't know. I feel like shorter films like that are more terrifying than if I sat down and watched a movie. Oh, this looks interesting. Um, coming to Netflix on April 7th is This is a Robbery, the world's biggest art heist. In 1992, men dressed as cops con their way into a Boston museum and steal a fortune in art. It takes a deep dive into the daring and notorious crime. That actually sounds pretty good. Mm. I might I might fuck with that. You fuck with shit like that. I know. I know. Heisting gangsters. Friends in, friends with benefits is coming April 1st. Remember the one with Justin Timberlake and... uh, <laughs> Yeah. Mila. Mila. Thank you. I don't know what I was going to say. I don't either. Is that... What's Drew up? Barrymore's got something coming out April 10th. Like... The stand-in. Some people need to just stop. Her career in shambles. A reclusive, it is. A reclusive <laughs> movie star hires her stand-in to go to rehab <sighs> for her, not uh, expecting how much the look-like will relish the role. Oh, my God. I don't know about that. Mm. Ooh. 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 I have... Oh! He's in... Are you done? Money Heist. I'm sorry. Oh, of course. Sky High. After falling for Estrella, Angel, a mechanic from the Madrid suburbs, dives into the world of heists and becomes the target of a relentless detective. I might watch that. No more. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, in other words, there's a lot coming out. There is. Um, stay tuned. And um, I know I'll hope... I plan to 
watch like half of those. Some of those. Because I, I, I'd be busy. You know, I, I started watching The Invisible Guest on Netflix. What's it's in Espanol. What is that? I don't know. It was like this dude was like cheating on his wife. Wait, was it like fiction or? Oh, it's like a movie, I think, or a series. I can't. Okay, so fiction. Oh, yeah. Not true? Well, I hope not. That would <laughs> suck. So, hey, he goes back to his hotel room with his mistress, and um, there's someone in there that attacks him and kills the mistress. And he is being blamed for it, but he doesn't remember what happened because he was knocked out. Mm. But the police are trying to put him, put him in for murder because the hotel room was locked from the inside. Chain and all. Interesting. Yeah. And the guy was there before they got there and he got out, but obviously not to the front door because the chain was on the door. That's weird. But that's all I watched because it was in Espanol. And yo hablo Espanol, pero no me gusta. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy them. I know. I try to watch things that are in other languages and there's stuff that I'm like, oh my God, I want to see that. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I don't understand this. I'd rather read subtitles than listen to dubbed shit because it's not their real voices but i I, but i'm so busy reading fucking subtitles that i miss everything you don't read quick enough apparently not (laughs) i like to take my time i'm sorry because i like to take in the whole the whole thing the whole experience the first time right Mm -hmm. i like to watch it at face value and then i go back and i watch it and i pick up on details and things like that and things said so it's like if i'm too busy reading that i'm missing the action that's going on the interaction between customers? What the fuck? Customers. I'm not okay today, people. Let's just... Okay. What did you watch? All right. Real quick, I watched Coming to America, which is the Coming to America sequel with Eddie Murphy uh, you know, from the 80s. Me and Daniela watched it. I'm so nervous. Why? It just go. Okay. Um, it wasn't that great, but it wasn't oh, terrible. No. No, 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 no. Okay, it's basically a rehash of the original. Oh, come on! But with, like, he's... What the fuck's his name? Oh, my God. Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall. No, 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 what's... Uh, the Prince whatever. Oh, pfft. you. I don't there. remember. Anyway. All I remember is the royal penis is now washed. Yeah. That's all I remember. Why did that come out Russian, though? <laughs> that really was Russian. I don't know what's up with you. I don't know. Basically, for those who don't remember, Eddie Murphy plays a... Um, an African prince, mm-hmm. and he goes to New York, and the queens. He, they to try, find the queen. Yeah, and he finds the love of his life. Blah blah blah. Funny characters, and so he does heavy makeup for like in a barber shop with a bunch of old men, and he plays all of them except for our sunny Hall. Classic one. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. So yeah. basically, the sequel as a king, he's got three daughters. Everybody comes back to play themselves, even James Earl Jones. Trevor Noah pops in. And so does it Morgan Freeman. So it's a nice you know little cameos. What? If Trevor Noah didn't pop in, I would have been very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. And he has a mustache and everything. It's hilarious. Um, Eddie Murphy does his thing. Arsenio Hall is back. Um, Wesley Snipes is in this as a rival African king. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Like, it's... You'll see it and it's fucking ridiculous. It's like modern... I don't know. You just... Oh, I can't even. Um... And basically, he's trying to marry his daughter to, uh, like, a somebody to, like, be the king. Because only kings can rule, no queens, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Oh, that is just fucked. I know. But anyway, so come to find out he has a bastard son in New York from when he was in New York and futzing around before his girl. He did? Mm-hmm. When? They show it with really bad CGI. Oh, um, God. And the, oh, my God, I, I don't know her name, but the chick from SNL. Um, oh, you probably don't know her. Anyway, mm-hmm. the the comedian there from SNL, she's she plays like the bastard mom, and uh, so basically he's like training his son how to be a king to take the throne, but then he doesn't want to be a king, and his daughter does. So it's like that whole thing, and he's like being a big tyrant king, and he's like, no, you got it. Women don't aren't the ruler. Oh hell no. Um, so it's all about like remembering that you want to be yourself and. Mm-hmm. You changed things when you wanted to marry an American. So you could yeah. change things again. So it was, yeah, it was kind of like a... But everybody came back. That's awesome. Um, It was just Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy, so... How many there were bloopers. 
just a little, just a few. They weren't that funny, but that's kind of sad. It's kind of it was kind of a meh I, for me. I feel like some things just don't. Some things are just better left alone. The biggest thing that I absolutely loved was all the wardrobe. Holy yeah. shit! It was. It was beautiful. I mean, even back then, it was dope. It, no, it was even doper. It oh, was God. it was so good. Like, his daughter's, um, she had this cool, like, nose piercing that had a gold chain that connected that to, like, her ear. earrings. And her dress, her outfits were always so, like, wicked cool. Mm. Yo, if you want to watch it just for wardrobes, I go for it. That's awesome. It was good. So I, I'd give it, like, six wickets, though, Aww. in terms of, like, story. How much would you give the original? That one was hilarious. Like seven or like eight. Like seven or eight, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's... um. What else did you watch? That was on Amazon Prime for free if you have Prime. Oh, so, but I guess that should have been your first warning. Yeah. It's almost like I straight guess. to TV yeah. at this point. Um, why don't you go Mayans? Um, oh my god. I... So it's on FX. Yes. And this is, what, season three? Season three, yeah. But I watch it through Hulu. It's available like... An Next hour day. or two. Oh, no, not even. it's like a few hours after. It was already there. Um, and I loved it because they gave us two episodes, episode one and episode two. And oh, that's nice. I don't know if you've watched any of the Mayans. No. You've shown me snippets, You'll but not. You'll be so lost in the sauce. So, <laughs> <laughs> you are. So, at the end of season two, we find out that... Ignacio's, oh God, I think that's his name. It's Easy's, Easy's and Angel's dad, right? So Easy was a prospect for the Mayans charter mm. in Santo Pedro. And um, a lot of familiar faces are there. So like Alvarez is here. Okay. And then the, I liked him a lot. I know. So he's, he's a constant. He's there, Good. right? But he's no longer president or godfather of the Mayans. Okay. He now works for the cartel mm-hmm. as a security guard. Um... Sam Crow made an appearance. Uh, Chibs was there. No, no Tiggy. I love Tig. Yeah, no. Chibs has practically all white hair. Um, yeah, and Sam Crow still be- is a presence in this in these first two episodes. But it's um, I don't remember his name. Is a little Mexican dude that joined in at the end. See, you didn't watch oh. the last season either. No, I didn't. So, there was a Spanish guy that, like, came in, and he had prospect, and now he's um, part of the Sam Crow. Um, so, there's that presence is there. So, we find out, because the whole thing starts with Easy had just gone out of jail, he's a prospect, and he was looking for the guy that killed his mom. Right. I remember you saying All that. Right, because that's what he went to jail for. Yeah. So, we find out at the end of season one that it was Happy. But Happy at the time was a nomad. Mm. who was um, paid off by somebody to perform this assassination. Mm -hmm. In season two, you find out that it was Easy's dad's old lover, who is also the mother of the leader of the cartel. Oh, shit. That put the hit on on their mom. Damn. So, Easy, Angel, and their dad all find out the truth, and she's like, I need to pay for what I've done. So burn me alive. What? Bitch is crazy. Well, how is you? Okay, whoa. Like, Gemma has nothing on this bitch. She said, set me on fire, and easy did. What? Dios mio, te digo. So, why would, why would your brain immediately go to burn me alive? I so I can know, repent man. for my sins. I guess she just... She was really ill, too, at that time. Oh. So, but obviously other shit had happened. I'm just giving you the... The big spoilers and the just highlights. do it quick and easy. Why do you gotta? Because apparently, easy is not short for oh. easy. It's, <laughs> uh, it's easy. So, um, in episode one and two, you see their dad's like wicked depressed because you know he just found out about his wife and there was the lover and now she's gone and all this shit. Her son is furious. All the borders to Mexico shut down. So it's like hindering the Mayans distribution of drugs from Mexico into Santo Padre and into everything else. Um, Tensions are running really high with Alvarez as well. Like he's seeing a side of the cartel that he's clearly not comfortable with. Yeah. Easy is settling in a little bit better into the... As, like, a member of the Mayans. So, there's, like, this part where Easy... They're they're making a decision at the table. 
And Easy starts to speak, but somebody speaks, his brother speaks over him. And a decision is made. And Easy was, like, not okay with it. So he brought it up later to their um, Prez. And Prez has a sit down again. And this is where Easy kind of drops his balls. And he's like, shut the fuck up and let me finish. Like, he's now a member. He has to be reminded, like, I'm no longer a prospect. I'm a member. I have a voice and it fucking matters. So they actually end up putting Easy's plan into play. And that's where we leave off, girl. So shit's getting real. You're excited? Yes. Do you remember the, um, was he ATF? The really weird officer detective, he said that he was ADA, that at the end of the season he came in and he's like, oh, they're using the bottom of the barrel to fund this project and he dropped like a sex doll on the table. Yeah. He's in Mayans. He oh is my like God. So what they what the what the Mayans don't know is that throughout season one, Easy was an informant. Okay. So he was playing so that's why like at the beginning I was like, yo, fuck Easy. I don't like this kid. Cause he's in as a prospect, but he's feeding the feds information. And it was that fed that was pulling all the strings. Dude, fuck. he is volatile mm-hmm. in Mayans. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. If you could do it well, though, it makes it for a good story. Oh, my God. Yeah? It's so good. So it still has the heat that you Oh, it still burns. Okay. And it's... I was really concerned because when Kurt was fired, I was like, this is it. Like, this is not I remember that was a huge deal. But Paris Barkley, who worked with Kurt throughout Sons of Anarchies and season one of Mayans, has been very present. So he knows what Kurt's vision is. And he's still determined to bring that to life. Kurt might not be there writing, directing, producing, but they're still staying very loyal and faithful to what Kurt wanted. Nice. And I love I, that. I It just, the vibe hasn't changed. The energy is still there. I love that. It's so great. It's just the whole... Because everything that the Mayans do could jeopardize their relationship with the One Niners and Sons. And Henry Lynn's crew. You know, well, old crew, because they're not really... They're practically extinct at this point. They're not around. That Mm. So, Henry Lynn's crew was completely dismantled in SOA, season 7. And that territory was split between the Niners and the Mayans. Like, Alvarez's crew. So, it just... I I still am trying to, like... I'm hoping that I see Nero. Just a little bit? I think that would be great. I just want Vietnamese Van Damme to come back. I don't think she'll come back. No, I know because she's not on that side, you know. No, but I just he's just so great. I know. I you see know what? Him I now just as want... a man and I I don't get it. I want them to all just come back and just redo Sons of Anarchy just to do it. So, here's my thing, right? Because they were going to do the prequel, John Teller's life. Oh yeah. But now where does that stand that Kurt's not there. No. Or even, like, he said he was going to do the aftermath, like, after Jax was gone, what's going to happen with Abel and Thomas? Like, is that still going to happen? Now that Kurt's Mm -hmm. not there, and it's FX. Yeah. So unless somebody else picks it up, which I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't want it to. Actually, I don't know. Netflix might be a good... Oh. You'd have all the fucks, all the nudity. You know what, though? He'd have to change the whole everything. What do you mean? He couldn't still use Sam Crow, I don't think. Because doesn't FX own that shit? Yep. So it wouldn't and work. And FX has a deal with Hulu, so it's almost yeah. like... Yeah. <sighs> stupid. It's just really shitty. Like, I don't know. I hope that they're... Like, in my head, they're, <laughs> they're secretly still working with Kurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, if they're still buddies, he's probably still yeah. like... Be like, oh, you know, I have these questions. But he's not getting paid for any of that. I know, but if you love the story and you want it to be told well... And you know what? I don't think it Kurt's doesn't working on anything. It doesn't seem like he is. He's super... Okay, listen. If you're a huge fan of Sons of Anarchy and um, the Mayans, I suggest following Kurt Sutter on Instagram because every week... Honestly, I don't remember from recently, but every week he was taking questions from people about Sons of Anarchy. And the answers that he would give you are just so amazing. Mm, He knows. He's so... Yes. He's thought of everything. From genius. what you've told me. He's a fucking genius. I'm, you know, I was really bummed that the bastard executioner only lasted one season. Really? I mean, it wasn't great, but I see what he was going for. But it just, I don't think, I, I don't think the timing was right for yeah. that one. But 
I hope that Mayans keeps going. I'm hoping that it lasts at least as long as Suns did. Mm. Six years? Seven years? Seven seasons. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It shouldn't be too hard. It's 13 episodes each season. It's so good. You say that's easy. Um, Speaking of drugs. What? What My next one. What the fuck did you watch with drugs? Cherry. Ah, the very much anticipated Tom Holland movie on Apple TV. Yeah. You've been dying for that. Well, listen, because it's Tom Holland. And it's Tom Holland that's not Peter Parker, so he's not PG. So I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah. That's the only thing that he's done that's PG. Yeah. Everything else is Why? Why did I think that this was so... Oh, my God, it's so different. I'm like, no, it's not. Because everything else that he's put out is really dark. Like what? Devil All the Time is all I can think of. And the other one that he has coming out. Chaos Walking? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. Well, it's not out yet. But it still doesn't look like a happy... Do you know Joe Jonas? No, not Joe Jonas. Nick Jonas? Nick fucking Jonas beat the shit out of him. What? Yeah. What? In that... In the movie. He's in the movie. Nick, Nick Jonas. Jonas is in the movie. Chaos Walking? Yes. Yes. There's huh? a scene... Oh, God. There's a scene where Tom's getting the shit beat out of him and he, like goes to get up from the mud and like obviously fake punch so he fake falls but really smacks his head on the ground and keeps acting and then they call cut and he's like that really hurt <laughs> i did not see that it's like i hit my head really hard <laughs> oh my god i died but yeah it's nick jonas that's kicking the shit out of him. i did not know I'm nick sorry. jonas was in that did you not no girl there's a lot of familiar faces all i know that. is that daisy ridley's in it that's no, it chaos Walking. Yes, that person that you just said. Daisy Ridley. She was in Star um, Wars. Hold on. Kurt Sutter. What? What? Wait. What? No. <laughs> what? Huh? No way. You've got to be kidding. N- no, bro. is is right there. Kurt Sutter. Did as, what? As Killian with a C. I don't like it when it's spelled with a C. Cillian. You thought it was Cillian the whole time. It's not. Wait, he's in it acting. He didn't like Yes, it says it. cast. Okay. Oh, this also got a 5.8 out of 10. It's not even out yet, so no one can review it. And then Cynthia Erivo, if you see her, you'll know her. Mads Michelson, Hannibal. Oh, yes. The younger one. Oh, Mads, I thought you said. Oh, my God. Are we talking about, what are we talking about Mads Michelson, I fucking love. Nick Jonas and then Ray McKinnon, who we were just talking about because he's in Mayans and Sons. Holy fuck. That, okay, I did not know any of that. All I knew was Daisy and Tom. Julian Richings? Oh my god, I'm gonna have a heart attack. What? That's death! Oh, yes! Thank you, Jesus! He's in something else! Oh god. Oh. And then, I've uh, never seen him in, like, almost Cynthia anything. Cynthia Erivo. Yep. You know who she is. Fuck, that's a cast. Ooh. I'm excited for that now. I mean, I was before, but shit. That's a good cast. Oh, I'm excited. Look at him. He looks dope. Wait, who? Nick Jonas? No. Mads looks dope. Yeah, Mads does. Who? Mads. With the yes, scars on I his s- face. I know, he's good. Yo, I love his brother. This is great. This is great. I'm excited. All right, let's talk I'm about excited. Cherry, though. Uh, so, so I, what, what happened with Cherry? Come I don't on. know if it's because Tom Holland is, like, cute. <laughs> if he's got, like, a really nice accent. But he also has really good talent. Like, he's got chops, okay? Bro. And Cherry was no different. Like, dude went hard. Cherry is told in, like, four different chapters of this dude's life. He starts out with a shitty-ass girlfriend in college and ends up finding this girl named Emily. And he's, like, heart eyes, head over heels, like, love, love, love. But then she is, like... I want to move to Canada to, like, get away from everything. Like, Where do they live currently? I think she was... I don't know if she was, like, abused or not. There was something going on where she was like, I need to get the fuck out. Um, This takes place in California, I think. Okay. That's a very big difference between... Yeah. So he's like... So she breaks up with him because they're... She's like, well, we can't be together if we're that far apart. So they break up. He's devastated. He decides to join the army. Okay. So, like, he can do his own thing. And then mm-hmm. she's like, I just kidding. I, I decided not to go to Canada. Fuck off. Yeah. And um, 
Because they get back together or whatever. Bro. And he's like, well, shit, I just joined the army, so I've got two years. Fuck you, man. Exactly. Eat my ass. No. So basically he does it, and he becomes a medic. And this dude is front lines in Iraq and Afghanistan. So he's in the Humvees. He's, like, like cruising to, like, where these mm-hmm. combat is literally happening. And he's, like, helping this guy, like, stuff his guts in. Like, all that shit. And it shows, like, him being... Not shell-shocked, but, like, he was just thrust in. Like, he is a fresh, you know, doe-eyed baby. Um, it reminds me of, um, did you ever watch Fury? No, but I know of it, yeah. So, it's, it's like this hardcore cast. It is. It's like Brad Pitt, you have Shia. Yes, and John Bernthal. And what is that guy's name? He was in Percy Jackson. So, it's that kid who I'm talking about. He is that kid. Yeah. He's like, I don't know anything. Exactly. And then he's like the last man standing at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So he does what all is that. that kid's name? He was in uh, Hunters, right? He was. The fuck? Go ahead. Keep talking. Anyway, so Tom Holland, and he has like a medic buddy, and they kind of came up in the ranks to, not in the ranks, but they came up together in training. Logan Lerman. Logan Lerman. Thank you. But, uh, so they do all that, and they're like in the thick of it, they see shit try to do like help everybody out and that the one the dude with the guts he's like yo i got you and they put him on the helicopter i mean you know that guy dies later on yeah, i mean his guts no are hanging out. Come back from that. but he sincerely thought he's like yo bro i got you but then he gets on the helicopter and obviously he stays on the ground tom holland mm. and uh like another buddy i don't know what, what do you call it? infantryman that was in the camp with him yeah. it was like yo i heard those guys on the copter died and so tom hong goes to, his, to the boss and he's like yo are they dead and he's like where'd you hear that from oh boy and it's almost like he didn't want to tell tom about it because he knew it would fuck him up mm. so he's like you know he's like shut the fuck up <laughs> and you're like get out of here anyway so he spends his time in the army he gets out and he's extremely extreme ptsd he gets I can't ho- even imagine. They get him, ho- he gets hooked on Xanax, um, but from there the Xanax doesn't work because he's so hooked on it that Oxycontin comes next. Oh, God, no. And so he's developing, you see him develop this drug habit, but you also see, like, because of the war and, like, his, how it affects him, mm-hmm. it, I mean, he can't sleep and, and it affects his relationship with Emily because obviously they buy a house and get together. Mm. And... They get married and all that happy, fun, glory stuff. And uh, she gets so sick of his shit that she becomes addicted with him. She's like, oh, yeah, you want these pills? And she, like, she did it as, like, a an angry thing. Like and a she, petty thing that she and did? And she ended up getting hooked, too. And eventually it, le- it led to heroin. So you For watch them. That you watch them literally fall down the rabbit hole of heroin and she's a teacher and she's like yo meet me at the school at five o'clock because i need my fix before my last my like last class Mm. so he'll like drive over to the school shoot her up in the truck and then she'll go back to teaching and it's like it gets to that point where they need it to function yeah so it kind of just shows you their downward spiral is there any recovery at this in this movie at all or well they and something happens i won't really get into details but it's it's very good Mm-hmm. Um, Holland gets arrested for, oh, they don't have enough money to buy their drugs. So what does he do? He robs banks. Of course. So, oh, that's where that comes in. Yeah. So I okay, forgot about you. that. So we, and, but he gets so fed up at one point. He's like, he has the gun and he has the money. He's like, put the alarm off. He's like, just put it off. Set it off. So he runs outside, pays the dude that he owes the money, goes back and he waits he shoots up one last time and waits for the cops to come get him. That's awesome. And you see him in the uh, holding cell, and he's, like, violently vomiting. Withdrawing. Blood, withdrawing. Mm-hmm. But the way that it's so, I won't say beautiful, but how Tom did it. And with all he the... He reminds me of, um, what's that guy? The what? other Tom. Tom Hardy. Hardy. I 100% agree. Because they give it their all. I believed him every step of the way. The uh, the makeup was really beautiful to make them look like... I wonder how fucked up he really is in life. Why do you say that? Because <clears throat> actors like that tend to not be okay. Well, 
I think I think his family keeps him grounded because he has a lot of brothers. And on his Instagram, he posts a lot of shit with his brothers, and they're just having fun. But his brother actually made a cameo in the movie. Did he? He was just there, like on the side. But I know I know what his brother looks like because I yeah. follow him on Instagram. And um, I was like, oh my god, it's Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I get what you're saying, but it's, like, also Instagram life. Like, I don't know how much of that I believe. Oh, I know. But he, I don't, he was just so good that Mm. the movie was kind of lackluster. That's what I was telling. It was, like, a slow burn. Mm. It was just sad. Like, none of it was a happy ending. like that, too. But Tom Holland was so, it's almost like what they say, um... What movie did I watch? Oh, U.S. versus um, Billie Holiday. Yeah. How the movie kind of sucked, but her performance was really good. Oh, it's like that. It's exactly like that. <clears throat> I would love nothing more than to see Tom Holland, Tar- Tom Hardy, and Dylan O'Brien in a movie. Charlie Hunnam, too. Charlie? I feel like that would have to be comedy in there. Charlie Hunnam? Really? Mm-hmm. Really. <laughs> He's so witty. No, Dylan. Come on. Like- I <laughs> Think of Char. Think of Charlie. Okay, think of Charlie. Even in SOA, he was a smartass. Yeah. Then he did Arthur. Yeah. Smartass. Yeah. The gentleman. An adorable smartass. You know what? That's right. If you, yo, we're gonna. You need to watch Undeclared. He was so cute in that fucking show. (laughs) Before anything. Older. It's yeah, way. it's yeah. like early 2000s. Always, I, I love Charlie, but there's a very, there's an undertone of comedy with him and everything. That's what that I'm saying. Does. Like, that's comedy. So, there's, there's a movie that he did called, oh, God, I think it was called The Ledge. The Ledge. Yeah. And it was like, he, he was trying to talk this girl out of committing suicide. She was about to jump off a ledge. Oh, shit. And it was like I never heard of that. Yeah, it was. It's very obscure, and it's um a girl that he she, he was screwing, but she was having an affair with him. Okay, she's like married and shit. Uh, I'm sorry, she wasn't trying to commit suicide. The boyfriend of the girl or husband or whoever brought Charlie up to a ledge, and he's like, "If you want to save her life, you're gonna jump." Oh, that's very different, Joma. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> But there was, I knew there was a ledge involved. I just, I only watched it the once and it was so sad that I was like, yeah, I'm never watching this again. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, I mean, Cherry's very sad, but it's very, it's well done. Why does he always do, is it like, no, you said it takes place in California. Because mm. I noticed, what was it, Devil All the Time? That's like a Southern movie. Yeah. And then the new one that's coming out, Chaos Walking, also has that Southern undertone. This one doesn't. Okay. This but is like um, Hollywood type shit, like Cali kid. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But he has the American accent, just a regular. Doesn't sound like he's from anywhere. Who the fuck are we gonna watch a Tom Holland movie with his regular accent? Is all I want to know. Well, Daisy Ridley's British too, so I'm wondering if. Are you sure Chaos Walking takes place in the South? I don't know. It just from the scene that I saw with Nick Jonas, they were like on a ranch, it and he was getting then. his teeth kicked in the mud. Yeah, but Cherry, I I would give it like. I'd give it, like, seven or eight Wicked's just because it's... I, but I'm not going to watch it again. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it, yeah. it's... It, I mean, unless you want to watch a sad performance, but a good performance. Yeah. I hope he so, wins something for it. Let's hope. It says, A dystopian world where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts in a stream of images, words, or sounds called noise. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, in the not-too-distant future, Tom Hewitt, which is Tom Holland, discovers Viola, which is Daisy Ridley, a mysterious girl who crash lands on his planet. (laughs) This is not in the South. Where all women have disappeared and the men are afflicted by the noise. The force that pulls all their thoughts on display. In this dangerous landscape, Viola's life is threatened and as Todd vows to... Oh, I said Tom and his name is Todd. <laughs> Sorry. It doesn't, um... It doesn't... But there was, like... I'll, I'll look up the scene later yeah. and I'll show you. But it's, like, him and Nick Jonas are fighting and there's Yay! just mud and it just looks... I, I can see how you would, would just think southern. Well, it looked like there was horses around and stuff, too, so I don't know. Um, do you have something else? No, you do. I do. Oh, you, you watch something. Were you proud of me? I'm. I'm. I'm very proud. Surprised, maybe. I am actually very surprised. You want to surprise me more? I bought it. You bought it? I paid for Silence of the Lambs. I've never seen it before. Um, 
That's such an oldie but a goodie. I literally don't know what I was expecting because I know that Hannibal Lecter was like the dude that ate everybody, but yeah. this is not what I thought. No. It has like nothing to do with. No. He does nothing. Yeah. He's just hunting in his cell yeah. that you can't touch. I wish she would have touched the glass because I wanted to know what was going to happen if she touched the glass. She would have just touched the glass. Right? But then they're like, no, don't touch the glass. That's all they kept saying to her. Don't touch the glass. I would have been like, <laughs> I touched the glass. <laughs> no, but the whole thing was about Buffalo Bill. Yo, Ted Levine. I love him in his heyday. The whole movie was fucked. Spectacularly annoying. Yep. Because I wanted to see Hannibal Lecter do shit. That's why you need to watch the movie Hannibal. But that takes place like 10 years later. But not really because it was filmed in 2011. Or it came out in, in 2011. Yeah, but it was like upon his capture. Have you seen the show Hannibal? Oh, yes. Okay. I almost delved into it. But that is a whole different beast. Prior. Yeah, because it shows Hannibal as he was, obviously, like, while he was in the act of, like, feeding people people and just enjoying their culinary cuisine, you know? Like, yeah. He, but they do it in a different way. It's almost trippy, but in, like, an artsy way. In, like, a very cool, interesting, thought-provoking way. Okay. Because Will Graham and him become almost connected. Is that the the apprentice or whoever he's walking around with? Yeah. Okay. And it's almost like how they affect each other psychologically is shown through, like, dreamy, like, sequences. I'm glad you dropped that word because that's all this was. What? Psychological. Oh, yeah. All of it. 100%. And I think that that is something that's missing in horror movies nowadays is like everybody just wants the jump scare and the suspense but you are putting no thought into what this is doing to your brain mm-hmm. and that pisses me off yeah that's why i love silence of the lambs i i've never read it because it was a book first yes i yes i remember that i have the hannibal book still haven't read it and um my dad has red dragon which is i believe it's in the same like with similar characters mm-hmm. um and there's also a movie out there called, I don't know how it's related, or if this is just my dad being like, it's a lot like Sons of the Limbs. It's called Manhunter. And it was so fucking weird. It doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with, like, Lecter or... It's probably just a reminder. Yeah. Like, it just reminds um, him of it. Gil Grissom from CSI <laughs> is in it. Like, it's a wicked old school 90s movie. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's one of those, like, another psychologically fucked up horror movie like that. Like, yeah. that's, like, humanly dark. It just, it brought back um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And I know it's, like, nothing like that, but where, like, nothing really happened in One Flew Over the yep. Cuckoo's Nest. No. The Shining was the same fucking thing. Nothing fucking happened in that entire fucking movie. And the psychological bullshit that was happening was poorly explained until the very end. You know what I mean? Or, like, it was so vast that it just, I totally missed it. And I'm not down to watch it again. Yeah. So, and I think, like, um, what was it? That's doctor, also, as a slow burn, too. Is it Sleep Doctor? Doctor Sleep? Doctor Sleep. That I enjoyed. Oh, hell yeah. And that was psychological. And yeah. that was beautifully done. Mm-hmm. And I, I, this, this just proved to me that, like, because, again, nothing fucking happened in this movie. No. Nothing shocking happened. Everything I could, everything, everything action that happened, I was like, okay, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. This is gonna happen like this. And I was just bummed that he fled and I didn't get a second part. Sorry. <sighs> that was so good. <laughs> I I loved it. I loved it. Did Absolutely. you like Anthony Hopkins? Oh my god. I don't even know why I asked that. that. If that's the only role that that man had ever done, I would have been fine with that. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. He, um, yeah, him and Ed Norton are in the Hannibal, the movie. He's so That come out later. He is. If I ever saw him in real life, I think I would run the other way. Yeah, he's kind of a scary man. He is. And he's old now, so he's probably been scarier. He's got the Kubrick stare down, which is like, what the fuck? Did Kubrick invent that? I I don't don't think he did. I don't know. I'm surprised you even know that name. I'm sorry. That's not nice. I'm sorry. TikTok taught me. Oh! 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 
I know who Kubrick is. He's the one that did um, the fucking Shining. Yes, he is. Yes. He did other things as well. Well, that's the only one that I know. What else did he do? He did 2001 A Space Odyssey, which no. is... Don't watch that movie. Oh my god, it is so fucking long. Well, if it's anything like The Fucking Shining, based on The Shining alone, I probably will never watch anything else, Kubrick. The reason, oh my god, Doctor Sleep is such a good fucking movie. I know. I absolutely love it, and it's so close. It's close to the book. Thank mm-hmm. you, Stephen King, for bringing it back. Um, but what I loved is that they tailored that movie to book fans and movie fans. Yes. And like... It was, like, the perfect mesh. And whoever, I forget who directed, produced it, and all that shit, but I don't think they could ever do it again. And if they did, they need awards. All the awards. All of them. Even a fucking Pulitzer. You don't think they could do it again? I don't, I just, because it was so fucking perfect. Yep. I just don't think that they're going to be able to find a situation like that again. Mike Flanagan. You know why? Because Mike Flanagan directed it and wrote the screenplay. And when that happens, you don't have separate writers and separate directors. Correct. The vision is yours. Yes. But at the same time, when will we ever encounter a shit original? Like, the situation that was the whole Shining Dr. Sleep thing. Mm -hmm. A situation like that will probably not happen again anytime soon for us to have that magical moment. Yes. Is it crazy that that Dr. Sleep, like, it was so satisfying the first time I watched it that I haven't felt the need to watch it again? That's a good point. Anytime it's on, though, I'll watch it. I, like, I don't know if it's just because I don't want to ruin the experience that I had by reading into it too much or whatever the fuck, but I just, I'm so scared to watch it a second time. Did you buy that? Book? Yeah. No, I did not. That actually might be a good one because it's very, very close. Yeah. The only thing that's different is, because obviously in The Shining, the book that Stephen King wrote, it ended with the hotel exploding. The way that it did in Doctor Sleep. In the end, though. Yeah. But in the book, Doctor Sleep, he visits the site... Like and it's already burnt down. Yeah. See, I don't... Because movie, that was how it originally ended. That's like when I tried to read it. I got 100 pages in and I was like, I can't do this. Because I already know the fucking story. Yeah. Therefore, us going back to Adrian getting beat the fuck up and telling the story from adults into... Ch- like, I, it's not doing it for me. I can't do it. I can't read it. I tried even the audio. I can't. You know why? Because I already fucking know. Because you watched the movie first. Yes. That, therefore, if I already watched The Shining and I already watched Doctor Sleep and I see that the books are going to veer from any of that, I'm not going to like it. I think that's why I always, I'm always a bigger proponent of reading than watching. I'm so scared for Shadow and Bone. Because all the books are there. Look at, I got, how many is that? Five? Seven books. And there's still one more coming. I'm sorry. Only, there will be seven books. Only the the, the five, five up top, but then King of Scars also pertains to that, along with the second one that's coming to King of Scars. Yes. Shit, so I gotta read that next. Yes, but I'm so fucking scared because I read... So, according to Lee Bardugo, you don't have to read them in any particular order. You yeah. can read the Shadow and Bone trilogy first, or you can read the duology for Six of Crow, or the duology for King of Scars. But I started with Six of Crows. Mm-hmm, me too. And she said, no, that's fine. You just spoiled a couple things for yourself for Shadow and Bone. But if you want to start with the King of Scars duology, that might be a little harder to follow. Now, the show is going to air soon. When did she say? Is it April? It, yeah. It's either this month or It's either April. the 25th. The 20th, I want to say the 23rd or 25th. I can't remember. Yeah. It's between this month and next month. And I know that the second that i start watching it i'm not gonna pick up any single one of those books yeah fuck yeah i didn't think of that either Mm -hmm. i might just reread them then next so that we can watch it i i don't know what's gonna happen oh no i don't know because honestly the only one i've read is six of crows and crooked kingdom i'm not that deep into it like i still we i still haven't been to find inez yet we haven't found her yet that's how not... So, in other words, you're saying you're going to stop. Uh, yeah. And watch. Because it's Shadow and Bone, yes. 
that's the title of it. But Kaz and Nash and Jas, uh, Jasper or whatever his name is, they're mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Matthias, I think, is in it. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they're not really prominent until after, like, in Six of Crows. Yo, if you guys haven't read any of those books, you really have to. Lee Bardugo so is such a good writer. It's, it's... And it's technically YA, too, which it, blows my mind. Okay, so it's YA. Fantasy. Right. It's, it is fantasy, but it's not so far out. Yeah. Like, it's not Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. It's, no. like, on that spectrum, but it's, like, on the low end. So, like, you might have, like, uh, oh, my God, I don't even know. Oh, okay, The Witcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remove creatures. Yeah. Keep the Witcher with, like, his little simple potions and powers and things like that. And that's pretty much it. No creatures. No weird, right? Are there creatures? I didn't read about any creatures in Six of Crows. No, They're basically, like, thieves. And some of them have special supernatural powers, but it's not everybody. Mm -hmm. So it reminded me of the Witcher, but just not to that extent of And some of them are just well-trained in, like, combat. Assassins and shit like that, yeah. Yeah. But it's... It, again, it blows my mind that it's YA because I'm like, that's so good. But yeah. YA is good. It's just sometimes it feels like it could be for like a, an older audience too. Mm-hmm. You literally gave me Six of Curls and I banged that shit out so quick. And I think the reason why I'm taking so long with Crooked Kingdom is because I don't want the story of Kaz's little crew to end. Yeah. And that's the only... It's just that duology. Mm-hmm. If I need the whole... Grisha universe explained I have to go into Shadow and Bone trilogy and then obviously King of Scars and but I'm just like I'm I don't want to let go like I was introduced with Kaz and his people and I don't want to leave that world yeah and that's what happens to me is like I stop reading because I don't want it to end don't you hate that I can't not stop though I have to finish a book if I start it. I literally get scared. I get anxious. Aww. I'm like reading Matthias's chapter and I'm like, oh my God, I can't keep going. <laughs> like, I just get so nervous because I know that moment is going to come where it's going to hook me and I'm not going to be, I'm going to stop and then it's going to end and then I'm going to be so sad. I know. I have but so... Let me look it up. I have another trilogy that I want you to read to see your thoughts. Oh boy. But it's a little bit more, it's YA. Mm-hmm. There are angels and oh, fuck, chimera involved. I don't know how I feel about that. It's April 23rd. April 23rd. That and comes it's eight out. episodes. And I don't know if you'll like it or not. Well, but it's not like angels, angels. It's it's not like our realm like it would be. I don't know. It's it, it reminds like She reminds me a lot of Inej? Bardugo. Oh, the, the author? Yeah. Ooh. I kind of want to steal the Grisha trilogy from you because now I like want to read it. <laughs> if you're actually, because you have one of my books hostage. I do. Oh, fuck. I will take that back any day now. And you also said you wanted to read Den of Vipers. Oh, there's too many. But if you're trying to get bang out those three before April 23rd, take it. That's a month away. You can't read three books in a month. You can read three books in two weeks. I just... If I have time, yes. Well. I just started a book, too, the other day. Well, then you better put that shit on pause. It's called Tender is the Flesh, and I got it on Kindle. And it's... You it's need a- to explain yourself right now, because I'm I'm thinking about biting it. We just talked about Hannibal. That's exactly... Oh, no! <laughs> it's not about Hannibal. It's about... Uh, Cannibalism? It's about... Um, like the world there was a virus with the animals or something and so the only meat viable was human meat that's nasty and it it starts off with the main character like working in a slaughterhouse and how they raise human like some humans to be you're sick like to be food you're disgusting and i didn't know that's what the book was about until i started you think it was about I read a title, Tender Flesh. Where are you talking about? Sexy time or I'm eating people? All I heard, all I read was the reviews. Like, greatest horror movie. Like, I had, like, I couldn't. You did what I did with Den of Vipers. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so great. I'm like, oh, my God. What's it about? Oh, my God. Why yeah. is there a knife on her butt? Yeah. Oh. Yes, bitch. Knife handle. All right. We should probably stop it there then. Oh, my think? God. I forgot that we were recording. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Again, the conversation's not good, people. All oh right, we're gonna. God. We're done.
See you in April. The adventure ends here. Goodbye. Bye.